Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Open Conversation Podcast. So today, I wanted to record this podcast episode talking about something that you may have seen um, on my Instagram. I basically wrote a post on Sunday morning talking about... um, The fact that I'd recently been told, um, when I said recently, I was told on Friday afternoon that people that I knew had been screenshotting my pictures on my Instagram account and just sending them around to their mates and just having a little bit of a, a laugh and a giggle together. So... I want to go into more kind of detail about the reasons why I wrote the post, how um, I actually came up with the post, and hopefully it will help you recognise what you really need on like a, a day-to-day basis and you know, really get to know what your triggers are and what they're actually trying to alert you to. So basically, when I got told on Friday afternoon that um, there were people that I were kind of, uh, I was kind of friendly with, um, and I'd known for years, basically down south, like where I used to live. Two and a half years ago, um, me and Charis moved up north, um, and in that time, literally, have had no contact with these people. Um, but yeah, I was basically told that, you know, some of these people were like screenshotting my pictures and if you've seen my Instagram account, you'll know what some of these pictures are. Um, basically, the me wearing like little thongs or uh, half naked with like emojis, basically <laughs> hiding my cock. Or, um, you know, me wearing like eyeliner or guy liner, whatever you want to call it. And initially, when I was told about this, there was a part of me that was triggered. And that trigger caused me to feel like really defensive and I want to defend myself and and prove that, like, you know, explain the reasons why. And I started thinking about what I wanted to do now that I know about this and I started to think about right I'm just going to write a post it's like really passive aggressive and sarcastic and let these people know that I know and let these people know that I actually know some stuff about them and like I that that was kind of the, the initial um option that I kind of came up with Then I kind of sat there and I really thought about, is that really what I want to do? Like, Do I really want to write a post and be kind of passive aggressive and sarcastic and um, like defensive like that? And I realised that that wasn't really what I wanted to do. Then I thought, hmm, what about if I just like completely ignore it and... Don't even give them like the time of day and 
you know, don't waste my energy on it. And that didn't feel right either. So I just, I sat with it for the rest of the day Friday. Got up Saturday morning. And I thought, what is it that I really want to say? And I, I spent the majority of the day Saturday just thinking about how, how do I actually want to respond? What really wants to be spoken? You know, what, what do I really want people to hear? And I realised that my initial response of, you know, like the anger and the defensiveness was because the adult version of me was trying to protect the childhood version of me. The childhood version of me, who was seven, eight, nine, ten, who felt scared, who felt rejected, who didn't feel good enough, who was terrified of standing out and being different. Because he grew up in an environment that told him that he had to live and be a very specific way. So that anger was a very valid response as the adult version of me feeling defensive and wanting to protect the childhood version of me. The childhood version of me that wasn't able to defend and protect himself. You know, wasn't able to tell these people that, um, you know, th that this doesn't feel right to me. Like... I, I don't want to live like this. I, I No, I want to be able to be who I really am. And he was never able to do that as a child. So that anger was absolutely valid because I was trying to protect the childhood version of me. But that that didn't need to come across in like a passive aggressive defensive way all i actually needed to do was to turn that anger and that defensiveness inward and and let the childhood version of me know that it's okay i've got you like you're safe you're protected i know you're scared and I, I know that you feel rejected right now, but it's okay. I've got you. That's what I needed to do. And that's exactly why I sat with that for the rest of the day Friday. Because I, I allowed myself the time and the space to be able to offer that reassurance to the childhood version of me. And then on Saturday, that, that anger was no longer present. The anger served a purpose initially. And when I, I met that need that the anger was trying to alert me to, the anger was no longer present. I could actually allow myself 
to really get curious about what wants to be said. And what really wanted to be said and the version of me that really wanted to speak was the childhood version of me. That just sweet, innocent little boy who was seven, eight, nine, ten, who just felt so unsafe and unseen and unheard. And by giving myself but by giving myself that time for the rest of the day Friday and all day Saturday to really sit with that part of myself and, you know, ask the childhood version of me, like, what do you actually want to say? You know, now you have a voice. I I am your voice. What do you want to say now to these people that are judging you and like, making fun of you? And that's where the post came from. Now, probably even a year ago, that initial trigger and that initial anger that was there for me and that defensiveness, I wouldn't have been able to sit with that because it, it would have been so uncomfortable that I, I just I couldn't sit with that feeling and that emotion. So instantly... As soon as I felt it, I would react. I would have put something on social media. I would have, I would have just reacted in a way that the version of me now wouldn't have been proud of. And th this is what I, I really want you to think about. There are parts inside of you and, you know, parts that you've judged and other people have judged in your childhood and, and made you feel that you need to reject. There are parts inside of you that just want to be seen. And the, the work that I do with my clients and the work that I've done with my own coaches and, and therapists and just you know, on my own and, and self-reflecting and just sitting with myself and, and being aware of these parts of myself is really all about getting curious about what these parts are. Instead of looking at these parts of myself through the lens of like judgment and like condemnation and shame, and instead of seeing these parts of myself as bad or, or wrong or unacceptable, I've allowed myself to actually sit with these parts and really get curious as to you know, what what really are these parts like you know without any judgments coming in and and really allowing myself to acknowledge these parts because every single time we give ourselves the compassion and the curiosity. Our childhood self starts to feel seen and heard.
if look, it, if you think about it this way, and this is what shame has done to us. We we live in a society that is so full of shame and that uses shame against us to keep us, you know, from actually being kind of whole, fully expressed, healed human beings. What shame does is basically tell us that we need to, you know, fit into this nice little package box and be good little boys and girls. And we we spend the rest of our lives trying to like mould ourselves and like you know fit into these like tight little boxes that really prevents us from actually being the like amazing beautiful like authentic self-expressed human beings and you know every single time you allow the shame from society to creep in and tell you that you should be able to do this on your own. You know, um, this this is like when you're struggling, you know, and, and you have the thought, I should be able to do this on my own. I need to just, you know, pull myself together and, you know, I, I'm... I will be okay, like, I'm fine, I, I, can, I can do this on my own, I should be able to. That's shame from society creeping in. Because telling yourself you should be able to do this on, on your own is absolute bullshit. And every single time you tell yourself that you should be able to do this on your own and you shame yourself and then you just, you know, bury your head and try and like force your way through your own struggle on your own. All you're actually doing is reaffirming to your childhood self that the thoughts that he had in childhood and the feelings that he experienced or she experienced in childhood don't actually matter. He, he, he or she needs to suppress them. Like, that, he isn't, or she isn't worthy of being seen and heard. And that's exactly what you're doing when you, when you tell yourself, I should be able to just do this on my own, and then you just bury your head and try and get through it on your own. You're telling yourself the exact same thing. That the way I'm feeling and the, the, the things that I'm thinking don't really matter. I, I'm not worthy of being fully seen and heard. So you keep it all in and keep it to yourself. And this is exactly why people feel lonely, people feel depressed, like people commit suicide, because they feel alone. And like... This is why I'm so fucking passionate about this work. Like For my whole life, I felt alone. I felt different. I felt like I was the odd one out. I felt like an outcast. And I spent 30 years of my life trying to just mould myself into this person that I thought society would accept. 
And all that done was actually made me feel worse. I suffered more. I felt more lonely. I felt more unhappy. And the reason why was because I was living out of a belief (coughs) that who I am at my core isn't good enough and is is unlovable. And this is why this work that I've been doing personally and that I do with my own clients is so powerful. Because what you're actually doing is giving a voice to the childhood version of you who never felt like they had a voice back then. You know, the, the childhood version of you has got so much, like, beauty and, like, ju- just wants to express themselves. You know, if you think about a child, just how they look at the world, like, just with so much, like, wonder in their eyes, that they're just curious about everything. No, they're, they're forever asking questions. And the moment that you tell them that that's wrong, they shouldn't do that, they shouldn't do this, they shouldn't be this way, they shouldn't be that way, they need to do this and like fit into this very pretty, neat little box and be a good little boy and girl, you're actually silencing them and you're... What's the word? You're squashing them into a box... That was never fucking meant for them. I was never be I, I was never meant to have been squashed into this pretty little box that tells me that, you know, I I can't express these parts of myself because they're bad. And, you know, if I just, you know, mould myself into this person, then I will be loved. I I was never meant to live that way. The same way that you're not meant to live that way. Like, we spend our whole lives trying to fit in and be like everyone around us. And as a result of that, we're never seen. We're never seen and we're never heard. And all that does... When we try and like fit fit in and like you know try to be like everyone else, all that really does is prevent us from being loved for who we really are. Now, the the work that I do is about getting curious about the parts of ourselves that just want to be seen and expressed. Because no part of you is bad. No part of you is wrong. And it's when we start putting these judgments on ourselves that we feel caged in. We feel claustrophobic. It's because your childhood self is screaming at you to be seen and heard. And it's all this fucking shame from society and like culture that tells us you need to live like this. You need to be this way. Because if you're that way, you will be unlovable and, and people will reject you. And all that message does is cause you to reject yourself and not accept yourself. 
And as soon as you can actually start accepting yourself, you will never ever be rejected by someone else. Because it won't show up as rejection. You, it, that won't, it won't trigger something inside of you that will make you believe that you've just been rejected. You'll see it as, I'm just not for them. It won't feel like rejection anymore because it won't be rejection. Your, who you are is not being rejected. The same way that you don't like, you don't like everyone. It's not your job to like everyone. It's your job to be yourself fully, just, you know, completely expressed as who you really are. And live the most authentic life that you can live. And as a result of that, you know, by you actually honouring what it is that you want and what it is that you need and desire, you will attract people into your life that also really see you and that are also living their lives authentically. Now, the reason why these people are screenshotting my pictures and sending them around to their mates and you know ha- having a little giggle is because deep down me expressing myself in that way is triggering a part of themselves that also wants to be expressed and that trigger if only they could just sit with it would allow them to recognize the parts of themselves that they're rejecting and that they're judging But unfortunately, the shame that they have also taken on from society and culture that tells them that you know they need to fit into this pretty little box is also having them believe that those parts of them are bad. And the thing is, when we're ashamed of a part of ourselves, and then we see that part in someone else, and, and that, that part in someone else actually being expressed and, and put out into the world, that shame that we feel about ourselves, we instantly just project that shame onto the person that is actually expressing that part of themselves. Because we, we can't sit with these uncomfortable feelings. We've never been taught how to. So anyone that is judging you, criticising you, trying to shame you, isn't in the wrong. Like they're not bad people. They're just also experiencing what you were experiencing previously to doing this work and 
if I was to have like just put out something like aggressive and like defensive and do you think that these people would have actually been able to receive that message and really get curious as to oh like what what is this trigger that has caused me to judge Dan what what is this trigger like what what is this trying to teach me about myself they wouldn't have been able to receive that message or get curious about themselves. And every single time that we can allow ourselves to actually sit with our own triggers, not only do we learn something about ourselves, but we also become an environment for others to start getting curious about themselves and start getting curious about the parts of themselves that they are struggling with. And I believe this is how we really heal the world. It starts with us looking at ourselves fully and taking full responsibility for everything that we're experiencing. And we can only do that when we can get to a point where we can actually sit in our discomfort instead of trying to run away from it, distract ourselves from it, numb ourselves, you know, and actually just be with ourselves. What I hope you take away from this is the realisation that no part of you is bad. And if you can just give yourself the time to be able to get curious about these parts of yourself that just want to be expressed and what parts of your childhood self still don't feel seen and heard. This will enable you to actually start showing up in the world as who you truly are. And that's my wish for everyone.